He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Good morning, everybody. What is up? It is Will Slickers here with Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Uh, Beautiful day here in Seaside, Oregon, which is awesome because I actually just walked the beach and it was pretty good. Anyways, um, thank you for listening today. I just wanted to say thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. It means a ton. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking a little little bit about the um, Hurricane Florence. Um, and the impact it's having on the hotels and industry itself right now, along with a quick topic and side note of uh, caring about our guests versus caring for our guests. Um, Just something I think is really back to the basics type deal. Anyways, um, if you're listening, uh, no matter what platform you're on, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify or Google Podcasts, I would love if you would support and become a monthly subscriber. Also, I have a Facebook page called Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast. If you would like that, share it, tell all your friends. Um, That'd be great. Every ounce of support I get is just going back into the podcast and back into providing excellent news and updates and cool stories about the industry and will help me be able to go out and um, interview people and see, uh, see other properties and get to experience the hotel industry in itself in the PNW. So I appreciate everyone's support and thank you so much. Um, so back to the news. What I'm looking at right now is the update from today from a few hotel brands of what their uh, policies and step of action is going to be for this hurricane happening um, right now. There's a few big hotel chains that have kind of announced some stuff, such as Choice Hotels International, and as well as Marriott and Hilton, and Wyndham Hotels and Resorts. I don't really count them, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, So Choice International, for people that know hotel industry and anything for like big hotel chains such as like Best Western, Choice, uh, Holiday Inn, Marriott, Hilton... All these companies have rewards programs for their return guests that come often and frequently, um, and they earn points for every dollar that they spend at the property uh, for a reservation for a room. Choice Hotels announced that any of the rewards members that want to donate their extra points, which I know a lot of members do have a ton of points that they actually never end up using, um, they can donate their points to the relief fund for uh, Hurricane Florence, and Choice Hotels will match up to 20 million points. Now, this is points per dollar. $1 equals 10 points, I believe, for Choice um, Rewards Program members. 
with that. So you have to take the points, convert them to cash. So 20 million points converted into cash. Not going to be $20 million, but it'll still be a couple million to where the company itself can help the staff, associates, um, vendors, and the guests um, of their properties that are being affected with this hurricane. There's about 160 of these um, franchise hotels that are located in the predicted path of the storm currently. So um, their top priority, as they announced, is you know safety of employees, their franchise staff, and their guests. Um, they're going to do anything they can. They have a, I think, a, a line, a phone line that guests can call uh, to cancel and to also help donate with anything that they need. Um, there's a little thing for people that know anything about hotels that you have a cancellation policy. Uh, most hotels are 24 to 48 hours that um, if you cancel 48 hours before your day of arrival, then you're set. You won't get charged a penalty because they'll have enough time to pretty much sell that room that you were booking. Um, after that time, there is a penalty, a first night charge fee, or some kind of cancellation fee. Now, this is just 160 hotels with choice rewards, not including Hilton, Wyndham, and Marriott. Um, that's 160 hotels that are going to have all these cancellations happening at this one time. That's a lot of fees and revenue that the hotels normally would have collected if there wasn't any kind of natural disaster. But with it being a natural disaster, all these hotels are pretty much setting up waivers and um, new policies to help waive that because um, because of the storm. So for anybody who does travel, just a quick tip, if there's really bad weather conditions and it's unsafe for you to make it, call the hotel most likely you're able to get out of that penalty fee. Um, that's just kind of some quick news. I think, let's see what Marriott... Um, Marriott has a bunch of hotels in there as well. I don't believe it's 160 or anything like that, but um, they've put in some plans working with the local law enforcement and uh, search and rescue to set up a plan to evacuate their guests and their staff and everybody in the area safely and accordingly with the um, the timely manner type disaster plan, I guess you could say. Um, so... These companies are working with their guests, which is huge, and it's kind of a big segue into what I really wanted to talk about. Um, if you do follow my Facebook page, Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, um, you will have seen an article that I posted yesterday. It's not my article um, that I wrote. It's an article and a company that I get hotel news from uh, pretty much daily and kind of following the trends of the industry and with what's going on with these big names and also smaller names in Europe and all these uh, hotel companies that are really setting standard in the industry. Um, you'll see the article posted yesterday on my Facebook page about um, caring for our guests versus caring about our guests. Um, and for those who don't know, like caring about our guests, um, we care that they're paying money we care that they're showing up, that they're going to take care of the room, you know, that we care about, like, if you're a front desk agent, you care about how many arrivals you have coming in that day, how many checkouts, how many stayovers, what's the ADR for the day, um, 
all this stuff. You care about all this information. Caring for our guests is going a little bit beyond that point because, yes, we care about the numbers, but there's still a human behind that number. When room 309 calls down asking for extra towels and maybe some harder pillows or whatever it may be, they're not room 309. That is Mr. or Mrs. Smith in room 309. They are in 309. They are not 309. Um, this is something I've seen, and it's it's an easy thing to get caught up in when you are working the desk or housekeeping or even at a restaurant when table six has a gluten-free allergy and they can't have this and can't have that and they didn't like this. I think it's important that when businesses are figuring out how to improve reviews, how to improve the guest experience, you've got to define what it is you're actually trying to do moreover than just improve service. And you're absolutely right. You know, service, that, if you really look at what you're trying to provide there, that's a monologue, right? Mm -hmm. When you're providing service, you are deciding how you want that interaction to go. You're setting your own standards for that service. It's the process of doing something to someone. You know, you're handling a task. Uh, It's the technical delivery of a service or product. So, you know, for example, if you're working at the front desk, and I I lean on the front desk a lot because, you know, I I spent a lot of time there in my career. But if you're working working at the front desk and you're going through a check-in process, uh, how many times have you been told that you need to use the name so many times in an interaction and you need to confirm all of these details of the reservation and you need to explain the opening and closing hours of the restaurant and you need to tell them about... What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.